You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to Hello Sport, home of unqualified opinion on wavering bias. We're back for another week, punters and dribblers, courtesy of the Diamantina Podcast Network. Eddie is not with me at this current point, unfortunately. A little bit of an error in the recording setup. When we record this podcast, we'll often record the intro after we've actually recorded the, the, the full podcast itself. This is sort of so that when we do record the intro, we can give you a, a, a nice, full, rounded preview of what you can expect to be coming up. As you can understand, when we get into to certain things, it's very easy for us to get sidetracked. And before you know it, we spent 35 minutes talking about the size of, uh, you know, some sort of sports person's penis. So always try to record the intro afterwards. Unfortunately, this week we, f- we forgot to do that. So there was no intro to the podcast. So now I'm just recording it by myself, uh, actually laying on my bed with the Duna cover over my head. Uh, whether I'm nude or not isn't important. So just so you know, Eddie is on the podcast. I'm just doing the intro by myself. Big show coming up. Uh, obviously, Australian Open Tennis. We'll talk about some of the up-and-coming emerging throbbers on the on the circuit. Sitsipas and Zverev, to be specific. Obviously, we realize Zverev has crashed out, but, I mean, it's not really about his performance on the tennis court that's important, is it? It's about how he looks. We'll uh, also take a little look at the uh, rugby league slash rugby union sex scandal. Just just see where that's at. We hadn't really had a chance to speak about the, uh, the two cocaine videos that came out. Uh, in the last week. I think the last video that we got to see was Napa uh, jacking off while Kane Evans was shadowboxing. So a couple of things have developed since then. Obviously, Corey Norman doing his best to keep the dream of Snort and Growl and Howlin' and Prowl alive. And Kurtley Beale doing his best just to be a featured extra in all of these videos. So we'll touch on that a little bit. Carmichael Hunt signing with the Waratahs as well. Um, and then obviously the cricket. Curtis Patterson uh, has defied the odds and been what the first run-based selection of the summer so that's impressive we'll touch on that and then also punters dribblers if you do follow our instagram page at hello sport podcast uh you will realize that our hello sport baggy greens have dropped that's right baggy greens have arrived they said we couldn't do it we did it uh there's only 11 though so uh we'll we'll give you the details on how you can secure one they're the hottest ticket in town um but that's about it let's get into it uh the audio quality will improve and eddie will join us right now so, tennis, Eddie. Let's get into it. Australian Open. It's grip the nation, I guess you could say. I think it's a nation gripper. I'd say it's a nation gripper. When, when, the, when the Aussie Open's on in Australia, it's a nation gripper. Well, it's, it's still summer. I, I mean, what, people ha- are still on school holidays. There's a there's a feeling in the air, yeah. I reckon. No, it, you're right. And people are loving their sport. And I would argue, I would argue that... That it's gripping the nation more so than the Big Bash League is, Tom. Well, certainly, Eddie, because no one gives a fuck about the Big Bash League this deep into the Big Bash competition. I don't even think I, I don't even think anyone cares about the end of the Big Bash. I think they should have it for one month, December. Everyone says that, but also maybe a bit of Jan. Look, let's we we'll, we can talk about that if we if it if the mood strikes. But we are talking tennis. Yes. Now it's Ash Barty or it's Federer at this point, and Federer's gone, so I'm just on the Ash Barty train. Yeah. And maybe Yinadals. That's about it for me. Right? I don't mind this new Greek guy. Sits a pass? Yeah. Nah. Don't mind him. I'm more of a Zverev man. Well, he lost He lost his mind today. Is he out? He's out. Oh, lost do it. your own research, Tom. Yeah, lost the first two sets, 6-1, 6-1, and oh, had a meltdown. Oh, shit. Had a full-blown meltdown. Dude. And Zverev has been touted as the next big thing. Um, hasn't gone past the fourth round, I believe, maybe a quarterfinal in a Grand Slam. He's only like, 20, though, isn't he? 21. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know, but like, you know, Nadal was getting, Nadal was winning, mate. Just yeah, well, 19, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, but none of them are fucking, no one's up to, look, I mean, we can't be comparing. I know. I'm just saying they're not the next big thing, you know? No. Not in the well, sense, not what, it, not what it used to mean. What I want to talk about with, with Zverev and Tsitsipas, very, uh, names that are very enjoyable to say, we've certainly had the, uh, the conversation, Eddie, it's been blowing up on our chat groups. Uh, not just you and I, obviously, the wider friendship group mm. about who is better looking, Sitsipas or Zverev. Now, I'm Camp Zverev. Summer Sitsipas. Obviously, our friend Seb, who's Greek, is Sitsipas. So I don't know if you can trust his opinion. I am a neutral. He's biased. I'm obviously. a neutral third party. Well, you're neither here. German nor you're Greek. Exactly. So I feel like my opinion counts for more. Both gangly fucks, but like just. But they'll go into their bodies, that's Tom. That's what I'm thinking. They'll go into their bodies. They're young boys. They're young boys. They're still young whippersnappers. Once they if you actually want to start to fill up and thicken. Oh, and you best believe that Sitsipas, he'll fill. He'll thicken. He'll thicken. He'll thicken like a nice cream. Yeah. <laughs> what is he, 6'4? He's, He's going to be a big, strong Boy. He's gonna be a he's very gonna big be a strong big boy. strong boy. Make no doubt, and he's strong upstairs upstairs as well yeah. mentally. Oh yeah, no, I mean he saved fucking shitloads of break points in that crucial second set last night against Federer. The great, the, the great. goat, yeah, the goat. Yes, uh, saved a few set points as well, if you don't mind, yes. and just held his own. And look, a and lot of mental fortitude, mental and I think that, that comes from thickening. Thickening, but also backing your own looks. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, he knows he's a hunk. Yeah, right. He can tell. Which he's a- gives him a lot of confidence in the big moments. Right. So when you're when you are sort of re- when you're aware that you're a bit of a snack, <laughs> a dish, you can back your backhand sort of thing. It's yes. like, I've got an well, open down the line yeah. backhand here, and I know I'm a snack, so I'm going for it. I mean, if you're a, if you're a dish, baby, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to back yourselves in the big moments, I think. No, you're right. Like, why is Federer so cool and calm? It's the hair. Yeah, right. The it's hair, the, package, the eyes, You the know what I mean? Skin. It's exactly right. Right. And then, look, Djokovic, I guess. But in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a in Eastern European way, he's a for the Eastern yeah, European. And then if you're not getting into that Mallorca boy, that Spaniard, the bull. that hot bloody pot of paella. (laughs) (laughs) Now there's a dish. There's a dish you can Uh, eat. Tell me you're not hooking into a big old paella (laughs) on a nice Sunday night, balmy evening. Why do you think bloody Kyrgios and Tomic haven't won shit? Because they're both absolutely rogue traders. Well... Kyrgios better so than, than Tomic. Tomic is well, abhorrent. Yeah, Kyrgios's tan skin, I think, probably bumps him up a couple Saves of ratings him. points. And the and the I mean the earrings sort of play into that bad boy look. look he's, but he's not but you're not he's not your quintessential dish. No, he's dish. certainly not a dish. He's no dish. He's no dish. He's no dish. He's And so, that's why he'll never win a major. No, he's your hog's breath cafe of dishes. Very hog's breath. You know cafe. what I mean? Yeah. It's a franchise. You know, mm. it isn't it isn't like a standalone mm. dish. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've seen a bunch of them before. And then Tommy Michelle's I mean, patisserie. <laughs> Your Gloria Jeans vibes, yeah. Michelle's patisseries. Yeah. yeah. And then Tomic, I think, I mean, I don't know what he is. That's, that's probably a bridge too far for me in terms of the what snack he might be in the tennis sense. I tell you what he is, he's your sizzler. <laughs> Tomic's your sizzler, which is going out of business. The nationwide. Yeah. Now, this is absolute dribble. I, I guarantee you of that. I assure you of that. Punish dribblers. But I think what we're making is valid points. Oh, yeah, 100%. Valid points through the use of analogy. Yes. So... Zverev, Sitsipas, Snacks, know it. <laughs> They're snackable, but they back their ability in the dark moments, in the big moments, when you've got nothing left to draw on, you're fucking pooped, and you're under the pump, and you've got 
got a big hunky goat screaming down your back. You gotta you gotta fall on something, and yeah. more often than not, ladies and gentlemen, punters, dribblers, snorters, growlers, howlers, prowlers. Yes. More often than not, you can fall back on your looks. Yes. Your essence. Yeah. Your bod. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. And I think that that holds up to testing. Uh, well, I mean, let's look, if at, you want let's to test look it. at all the greats. Tom Brady, Snack, uh, Ronaldo, Snack. snack. Uh, Rocket ki- Rod, Rocket Rod Laver in his prime. Melted I mean, Candle. Beautiful. The Melted Candle of Australian tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So, 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 look, so to, to bow that. To bow this part. And move podcast. on to more pressing issues. Yeah, and I've just got a question for you. Okay. I've just got a question. As we move on and bow the snack chat. Now, Todd Todd Woodbridge, part of the Woodies, uh, commentator on Channel Nine. I think Channel Nine's doing a pretty good job. Uh, yeah, I with, think they're I think they're doing a pretty now, good job. Now he was doing a he was doing a cross with uh, Johnny McEnroe. It's basically just Channel Seven with John McEnroe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and they were doing a chat with John McEnroe, and as it came up, it said John McEnroe, you know, seven Grand Slams, whatever he won. I don't know. Do your own research. And then Todd Woodbridge. 16 grand slams and i'm like do you think there needs to be like a caveat that for maybe your younger punter dribbler who doesn't know that much about tennis sees that todd woodbridge is a 16 time grand slam winner and maybe needs to know that he's actually not that good (laughs) well look individually look look i i understand what you're saying for the young kids, I understand. For the that. young punter dribbler. Maybe, look. The junior punter dribbler. The junior punter dribbler. And maybe they're, they're, they're drawing a, a semi-long bow, but don't forget that he was one of the greatest double players of all time, the Woodies. Yeah, 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 right. How many doubles matches you watched in your life? But the Woodies, people used I, I, to watch I, the Woodies. The yes. Woodies made doubles sexy. Yeah, oh, they did. And then once they retired, <laughs> we've stopped caring again. So I don't I think you need to give them a little bit more cred because they bought, they put the sexy into doubles. They certainly did. Now They sexied the fuck out no, of doubles. Oh, absolutely, they did. Because now, now it's beater as, now, shit, beater as fuck. Uh, now, I mean, how much of that sexiness do you reckon came directly from them both having the name Wood in their last name? Oh, it, it played an integral part. Yeah, right. So, like, their last name certainly... But, they, but he's not going to change his name, is he? No, of course not. You play what's in front of oh, you. you absolutely and you play, play what you've got behind you. And you, that's got, your... you got Wood. Yeah, you got Wood, baby. But I just think that it's a bit of a big call it's... to try and sell me on Todd Woodbridge being a 16-time Grand Slam winner. I'm just yeah. saying, 16-time doubles Grand Slam winner, or whatever, however the fuck you want to word it, but I just think in 2019, Eddie, we need to have it. We need all the cards on the table here. Because if you've got John McEnroe standing next to him at seven, or whatever it is. Mm, Dior. Dior. I just, that it was, it was a little bit like, mm, okay. All right, Channel 9, I see what you're doing, and maybe you're just being nice to Todd. Friend of the show, Todd, welcome on any Todd's time. a friend of the show. Welcome on any time, but I'm just And he's saying, an Australian icon. Oh, absolutely. And he's fantastic at his job. Now, I'd say he, elite. Is he an icon by himself, or is he an icon I think, I think, to- I think in some ways he's become one. Like, just- just if you marry... What happened to Woodford? Has he just been cast well, out? <laughs> Does anyone even give a shit? Like, Todd Woodbridge has just gone on. He's everywhere. Where's the other Woody? Look, I don't know. What Couldn't answer name? the question. Todd Woodbridge Mark Woodford? <laughs> is it? Does anyone know? <laughs> He's a 16-time <laughs> slam winner and no one even fucking remembers. <laughs> I think it's Mark. I think it's Mark Woodford. Doing our own research Currently. Currently. Dioring right now. Mark Woodward. Woodward? No. <laughs> no. Is he like an English rugby union player or some shit? No, no, that came up wrong. 
Mark Woodford. Yeah, it was Mark. Oh, of course. And he's an OAM, Tom. Oh, Mark Raymond Woodford, OAM. Household name. So Mark Mark, how many how many tournaments did Mark get into? Woodford's won more. Twelve doubles and then five mixed doubles. Oh, so he'd mixed. technically be on seventeen. Would oh, he not? mixed doubles again. Something that doesn't mean shit. Congratulations to both of them on phenomenal careers. Obviously, top of the doubles heap. Anyway, it's a care eight. We move on. We move on, and we move on to uh, the public feud in Australian. Well, I mean, you've heard in it. Australia yeah. currently. I mean, it's it's bloody mundane horn. Uh, Gallon Hopawati, and then now... Hewitt Tomic. Hewitt Tomic. Now, if you've been living under a rock... Would that be a, a real rock, Eddie? Well, it can be real or it can be metaphorical, Tom. Right, so it doesn't necessarily mean that you're living under an actual rock. No. Okay. Thanks so metaphorical or otherwise. Yep. I'm glad we cleared that up. But, so Tomic uh, went out in straight sets first, uh, first, in his first match. He's fucking hopeless, right? He's useless. But he takes it upon himself because he had to go through qualifying because he's like 150th in the world or something because yeah, yeah. he's, he's dog shit, he's, right? Yeah. He's, he's pure shit. Yeah. Now, he used to be good and because he didn't apply himself and he's got the fucking worst attitude in the world and, you know, he he didn't apply himself to his craft, Tom. No. And he has – he's no dish, oh, it all play, dish, which all play a part. He falls out of the top 100 and now has to – enter qualification tournaments in order to play the main draw. Does that make sense? Yes. And he's pissed off. He's furious that he, that Hewitt has been handing out the wild cards to other Australian tennis players, not him. Yeah. Tennis so that's fucking, crack. that's fucking set him right off. Yes. Like your bolts of the world, your popper ribs, all these guys, yeah. right? By the by. Tomic's not getting one no. because he's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking loser. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you had your fucking chance, bruh. Yeah. You should have made hun what, hay while that sun was shining. Made hay while the sun shines. But you didn't. No. You fucked up. So don't expect late Hewitt, who, by the way, is a two-time Grand Slam winner. Former world number one. Former world number one, won the Davis Cup twice for his nation. Don't try, try and drag his name through the mud just because you weren't up to it, champ. Yeah, yeah. Show some fucking respect. Show some respect. But then Bernie, not only was he just dirty about not getting any wild card entries, he actually said if Hewitt was a man, he'd he'd come up to him and fucking say something to him. And then Bernie thinks he'd knock him out. Yeah, he's. What did he say? If he if he comes within one meter of him, I'll drop him. Yeah. No, you won't. I don't know if you will, Bernie. Now, I mean, look, I don't know how they match up. Bernie's probably taller of the two. Yeah, but I know he's got Rangy. more fucking. I know he's got more ticker. Yeah, that's Leighton. But Leighton was a fuckwit as well back in the day. But obviously, yeah, but he, yeah, but yeah, but he grew well. up. He grew up. Had a couple of kids. Became a dad. And look, we're not. But Stewart wasn't trying to fight people. You know what I mean? Yeah. He came across a little bit much on on screen. You know, with yeah. the come ons, and he got under people's. Well, he also like accused the lines of being racist. But you know. But you know what I mean? Yeah. At least, at least him and Pat Rafter got on well. Well, they did enough. They did him enough. and Philippoussis. Yeah. But, him and Tony um, Roach, all the greats. Like he, what, though, he, even, didn't ba- he didn't bag greats. No, but even even um, Kyrgios is a fuckwit. Kyrgios still being a fuckwit. 
he is sort of coming out and, and having a whinge as well about Leighton. Yeah, he is. But they're all whinging because I think, I don't know what it's about, but they're whinging as well because they're half of them aren't getting selected in the Davis Cup. Again, they're not up to it. No. Kyrgios yeah. is like 50th in the world now. He's yeah. like our third or fourth best. They guy. just don't try, right? They just don't they try. They don't try it. But he's going, oh, you know, why weren't you, all you care about is watching Diminor. Why aren't you watching Matt Ebden's games and all this shit? And I'm like, Diminor's a throbber. But I was like, but he was at your game, bro. He was watching you. Yeah, right. You know so, what I mean? So what the fuck do you want here? He watched you capitulate in the third set and turn to fucking water and throw another match, As another you do. set. Yeah, because you've got fucking no go about you. No, he was at your game. He had to sit through that torture <laughs> to watch that. You know what I mean? Like, so what if he went and saw Demon or play? Watch you play. Yeah, get over it. I think I think Tomic now he needs to be muzzled. Yeah, or well, taken out the back. Like I just yeah, I think taken out the back and shot quietly, uh, mm. pillow over the face stuff. Um, uh, Tomic, fuck ya, done, done with your bra. Diminor, yeah, you're cool. None of them snacks yet. Uh, all right, Eddie, look, let's just get everyone up to speed on uh, where we're at with the NRL sex scandal, sex tapes. Yeah. Now, um, so basically, the only two videos that that came out since the last time we spoke, were Corey Norman, uh, the, the one with Corey Norman, Kurtley Beale, the dude from The Bachelor, which was a very, very weird addition. Stu Laundie. Stu Laundie. Um, and some old gentleman pumping a fat line. Getting into some work. Dude, he absolutely fucking hoofed it. Well, I, it didn't didn't appear to me to be his first rodeo. No, no, absolutely not. He he had a bit the, of a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. He seemed like a cowboy. He put his fucking he put his nose to the grindstone, as it were. Yeah. Um, and then there was a second one with Kurtley where he was playing a vacuum cleaner like a didgeridoo, while I think a mate was hoofing lines, or there was a there was a plate with some white powder. Eddie, we can't confirm it was cocaine, but could have been talcum powder. Could have been sugar. Exactly. Could have been anything. But we'd assume that you know. I mean, do your own research, but. Look like coke. Certainly look like the setting for cocaine. Mm. But, I mean, I feel sorry for them that that got leaked. It's, it's a bit weird that, excuse me, all this shit's getting leaked. But, I mean, is that not just boys doing, being boys a little bit? Like, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. It's a bit of a snorting, growling, howling, prowling vibe, isn't it? Isn't that exactly what we expect of these boys? <laughs> Well, it certainly fits the blueprint, Tom. It's, it's like, I mean, this is because they're they all do. snorters, they're howlers, they're growlers, and they're prowlers. Exactly. I mean, like, um, that that is set in stone. We that knew is set that. In stone. It's an annoying situation though, because look, Curtly was doing some fantastic work on that on that vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Like playing it like tremendously well. I thought. I think that's probably what's most overlooked in the video. Is that he was actually playing it very well? Is that he, that boy can play? I thought it was right. He's playing a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, right. Okay. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Considering it, it is sounded, a vacuum cleaner. It sounded cleaner. dig-like. Yeah, right. And it's a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, so- Surely not set up for such use. Yes, absolutely. Right. So he's- Given its predominant use is to suck up filth. Yes, exactly. So I thought he did a pretty good job. Now, is it unfortunate that a couple of boys were getting into some work around him and that sort of muddied the, his waters? It took away from what was actually just a stunning because performance he wasn't, on the Because uh, he wasn't getting into any illegal work. No. It's not illegal to be around it. It's also not illegal to play the didgeridoo on a vacuum cleaner. No. Last time I checked. And I think it's a shame that, you know, his waters have been muddied. Yeah. Because some boys are having a snort around him. Look, I understand it's illegal, but he hasn't done anything illegal. No, he hasn't done anything illegal. What's he done illegal? What, he's sitting there with... 
the fucking former bachelor contestant and an old man watch what well, so the former bachelor contestant watching an old man just fucking bump lines and with, I mean, a, with a with a noted it's not a growler howler prowler from the rugby league world in Corey norman and look i think you know Corey. F- Corey filming that's probably... He's got more to answer to, I think. Silly from Corey. You know, Kurtley's done nothing wrong in both videos. No, Kurtley's actually Except done. play pretty good didge on a vacuum cleaner. Which is absolutely... Again, we, we aren't certain whether the legality's around that, but we're pretty sure that's cool. <laughs> we're pretty sure that's fine. Yeah. So I think that's play on. As far as... And look, we'll again have to consult the legal eagles on this one, Eddie. We'll put our lawyers to work. But last I checked, an Indigenous man playing a didgeridoo on a vacuum cleaner while a couple of his mates fucking snort and growl, I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. Look, I, I didn't. Th- I certainly don't think it's illegal. No. I mean, if you're super conservative, super right wing, maybe it's maybe it's a little frowned upon. Yeah, right. But I think it's getting far too much media attention. Not the proper use for a vacuum cleaner. You mean? Is that what's upsetting? Yeah, people? I think I think so. Some of the more your more conservative types. <laughs> Don't like seeing the misuse of a vacuum cleaner. I think that. I think so. Look, I'm not talking about the snorting. No, well, I mean that's obviously play on. I'm talking about the playing, the playing of the didgeridoo, or the, the playing of the vacuum cleaner as if it was a didgeridoo. Yeah, right. Because a vacuum cleaner isn't a didgeridoo. No, right. A couple of people's got their no- noses out of joint with that. Yes, one, I, I think. think so. Look, I think so. Some of the more snooty rugby union types. I'm talking about your really snooty rugby union types. People that usually from the train line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your North Shore. Yeah, your St. Ives. Warunga vibes. Now, on the back of that video, the, the well, Kurtley's featured in two of them, what do we think about Carmichael Hunt, noted snorter, uh, making his way down to the Waratahs? Good move? Well, it's good for his snorting. All right, Eddie, a little bit of cricket. Obviously, uh, the, uh, the tour match between Australia A and Sri Lanka was on it. It was a three-day day-nighter down in uh, Tassie, I think. Don't quote me on it, but I think it was Tassie. Um, Or was it laid? Again, do your own research. I don't know. Dior. Um, But it was basically Cricket Australia saying, look, this isn't a selection thing. We're just going to try out a couple of boys who picked in the squad, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, as it turned out, all the boys that had been picking the test squad, your Burns, Renshaw, um, Pekovskis of the world, they all didn't do so well. And old Curtis Patterson, Curtis Patterson, Australia's KP, mm. uh, he got back-to-back tons. and Did he get a 150 knot? Yes, I believe that might be correct. And basically forced the selector's hand where they went, no, nah, you know what, we've changed our mind, you're in. Now... With the selectors listening to our rant last week? Probably. I can only assume. Probably. Because they've gone from selection that doesn't make sense to now going on runs. That's it. Uh, like a, a runs-based selection, whereas what they were doing was vibe. Mm. You know? And I don't think vibe can get you anywhere unless you're a noted vibeman. That's it. Unless There's people that are in tune with vibe. Yes. People get vibe. Absolutely. But our selectors don't. Our selectors don't get vibe. They're certainly not picking vibe very well. No. You could say Pekovsky's a slight vibe selection because he's got some big scores, but he's a young throbber with a bit of vibe about him. Well, he's got vibe about him. That's for sure he's got yeah. vibe about him. You mean, Tout is the next big thing. Yes. I don't like to say that because usually, inevitably, 
they sometimes the wheels struggle fall to live off. up to exactly. the next big thing tag. That's right. But Pekoski, the uh, the the but full of talent, sh- shit loads of talent, Put shit loads of vibe, Eddie. Yeah, chock full of vibe. Yeah, that's one where it is a vibe. But I think selection. I think someone like that picks themselves, don't they? You don't have to be a vibe man to see the vibe he's given off. No, because he's chock full of it. It's undeniable vibe, mm. Pekoski. Now you burns Renshaw is a man that you'd say zero vibe about him. Renshaw's got no vibe, but he's a he's a boring old stayer, mm. and that's what you want. Now he shit the bed as well, so who knows? But, but he's, KP, look, I mean he's he's green. I mean I'm I'm happy to let him sort of marinate a little. Oh longer. yeah, you let him mature. You know mm. what I mean? You go and you go and uh, just leave him on the in the in the wine rack as it were to age. Mm. Yes. Now, Kurt, Curtis Patterson, KP. Now, someone told me this story today, and I don't know how like widely disseminated this is. Like, I don't think I'm breaking any fucking news, but it was just an interesting thing that someone told me that I work with. He's like works in sport. Was that when Nick Maddinson was selected in the test team, the ill-fated Nick Maddinson selection? Mm. That one selector called Nick Maddinson to say he got in, and then the other one, there was some cross wires. Uh, called Curtis Patterson and said, told him he got in, but it wasn't Curtis Patterson. So he got told he was in the Australian side and then they had to go, sorry, brah, it was actually meant to be Nick Maddinson. You gotta be kidding. Yeah. So happy for old KP to get a fucking call up after a couple of big tons. Good on him. Yeah. Right time, right place. Yeah. Score runs when you're asked to. Makes sense. Makes I'm sense. happy for him. Yep, I'm doing it. When does the Sri Lanka Test Series start? 24th. That would be Friday. Saturday, Thursday. 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 Tw- today's Monday 21st, Tuesday 22nd, Wednesday 23rd, Thursday 24th. Thursday's punters, dribblers. Thursdays. Uh, I predict a return to glory. Yep. Happy to say that here. Think it'll be 2-0. What's also exciting in the world of cricket yeah. Uh, and look, some of you punter dribblers might have seen it on our Instagram uh, over the last couple of days. As promised, the Hello Sport Baggy Greens are in. They've arrived. They've arrived from uh, baggycaps.com. Mm. The legends over at baggycaps.com. Hell of an organisation. Hell of an organisation, Eddie. They've uh, managed to organise 11 glorious baggy greens uh, from us. They're world famous, baggycaps.com, apparently. Um, they've literally just come straight off the sewing machines. Finished one day, and then they were like, from Western Australia, I think, and then they were bloody at the doorstep, first thing you knew. Um, obviously, we got them, Eddie, because we were trying to return glory to the baggy green. Well, we've got them on, Tom. We've got them on right now, punter dribblers. We're recording in them, and we'll probably continue to do that. I I just, will, I'm not going to take mine off, put no, it that way. We were wearing them all weekend. Um, Except when we weren't. Well, we won't. Yeah, we we didn't wear them golf, and we we, lost. we forgot to wear them to golf, and then we lost golf. It was a fucking, it, you know, look. It was it. a fucking disaster. It was a disaster. But the caps are back on now. Baggycaps.com. Now we have been we we had spoken before about, uh, you know, obviously we're we're trying to build our Hello Sport Eleven here, mm. and there which are, is. A huge honour. It's a huge honour. Let honor. that be known. Yeah, oh, God, let, yeah. Me, let me start with that. If you're selected in the Hello Sport 11, it's an absolutely huge honour. Now, we've already got a couple of fellas that have managed to earn their baggy green. I think there's, I think there are six gone because we've got uh, basically, look, it's me and Eddie, captains, opening batsmen, opening bowlers. Uh, and then we've got Mike from London, PDX Pete from Portland, King Dribble. King Dribble. Has earned one. 
also Jorge all day. This is the final one that we've 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 solidified right now. This is essentially like when rugby league last year had to go back and give some immortals out to just some of the you know like posthumous immortals. Mm. These are sort of like posthumous baggy greens, but they're not dead, but they just earned them over yes. years of faithful service. So they've won them now. We've obviously thrown it open to the punter dribbler to you know earn these. Now we've got there's uh, someone's promising us a, a, a Queensland maroon if he can do it. Sure, um, others have touted their long service to the show, but just be just let it be known that just asking for one is probably not going to get you one. It's it's all well and good to just be like, can I have one? I love the show. Who doesn't love the show? You know what I mean? We've only got 11. So you really need to to wow us in some way. As an example, say, Eddie, to uh, some of our other American-based listeners. Now, I know I've already mentioned PDXP, but he's already earned one. But some of our other American-based listeners, I know uh, Hollywood's own Luke Bracey has, has asked us for one. And I'm not just going to give him one. No. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to give him one. But obviously, you and I are fine connoisseurs of whiskey, are we not? We've been trying to get our hands on some proper 12 Correct. whiskey, which is not sold in this country. Now, if someone were to say, send us send us a bottle of proper 12 whiskey, then that could very easily earn you a baggy green. I think it's I think I think it would. Yes. Well, I hundred percent would. And look, that doesn't just include Americans. That includes no, Europeans absolutely. as well. If you're a European and you can get your hands on in fact European may even be easier. I know probably is. There's a bloody there's uh there's a I believe his name's Sam Hiles, friend of the show, was asking for a baggy green. Now, Sam, if you're listening, I did tell you to listen to find out whether you were getting one, and right now, no, you're not. <laughs> but but if you were to send us a bottle of proper 12 whiskey, then sure, we'd look into it. You'd be, you'd you'd be, be getting a bag. You'd grain. be getting one. So that gives you five. There are five up for grabs. I'd love a Violet Crumbles jersey. Signed. Mm. By who? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is the baggies are back. They're here. They look fucking glorious. We've got them on. Snorting, growling, howling, prowling. Motto on the back. The big, beautiful Halo Sport logo on the front. We're just trying to restore some pride to Baggy Green. But before we go, just want to give one more shout out to the people that made it all possible for us at BaggyCaps.com, the lovely company that has made our dream a reality, which is to have a Halo Sport Baggy Green cap. We've dreamt of it. They They are dream weavers. We've, they have. We've had a dream. We've we, they've waved it they've into reality. Waved it into reality, which you can't say for many. Not many people. Not many companies can literally call themselves dream weavers. Their world famous cap is baggycaps.com. Uh, we basically had the dream of a B green. Found them online, uh, and within what a week, less than a week, less than a week, we had the beautiful green prompt. Hello Sport logo on the front, Snort and Growl and Howl and Prowl on the back, and now we wear them to every podcast. The BaggyCaps.com have made it possible for punters and dribblers around the world to share in our dream, to be a part of the dream. To be a part of the 11. All right, punters and dribblers, that's the show for the week. Uh, another huge podcast. <sighs> Just keep rolling them out, Tom. Keep rolling One after them out. another. One. Critical acclaim after critical acclaim. That's it. Um, we Easy will work, be back. baby. A couple of interviews coming up. Don't want to tell you who they are yet, 
but huge fucking interviews. Fucking enormous. Keep your ear to the ground, punters, dribblers, because these are huge. Huge. You thought last year was big with what now? which reached every news station in the Southern Hemisphere. You thought that was big. Oh, you thought that one was big. Oh, you thought that one was big. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Um, but thanks, everyone. Another great week. At Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram if you want to check out... Uh, the best content in the, the land. The best content in the land. How to get your B green on. You know, if you want to have a look at the baggy greens, if this is the first time you've heard about it, you've gone, fuck off. You got baggy greens. There's photos of the baggy greens at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. So you can go suss them out there if you really wanted to. Been a pleasure. Okay, bye. Farewell. Could you two just not talk anymore?